This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode of the Shick and Nick podcast that you're about to listen to is brought to you by Fairberry. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairberry. Whether you're at home or at Memorial Stadium, celebrate your Husker pride with Fairberry premium quality hot dogs. Find Fairberry products throughout Nebraska at your local Hy-Vee. This episode of the Chicken Egg Podcast is brought to you by Pillar Exteriors. They're our new friends, our new buddies, our new sponsors. They're family-owned and operated, serving the Omaha area's construction needs for more than 25 years. They will take care of your roofing, siding, windows, gutters, and more needs. You need a Husker win, though? Eh, Don't call them this week. You're playing Michigan. From the top of the roof to the concrete you walk on, Pillar Exteriors covers you with strength and integrity. That's the Pillar Exteriors way. Give them a call for a free estimate, 402-919-ROOF, 402-919-ROOF. We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it's Louie. I don't think so. You know, so many people taking delight in the misfortune of others. <laughs> All this schadenfreude, schadenfraud, whatever it is. Whatever the hell it is, Bo Pelini style. Whatever it is. Had nothing to do with uh, schadenfreude, schadenfraud, schadenfreude, or whatever the hell it is. Whatever the hell it is. How you doing? Uh, I don't see any shades on you. You're not wearing any Colorado gear. Okay. I mean, I already thought you're pretty cool. You went out and got quack quacked. Now you're taking all your Colorado gear back. How you like that? You know how to hold a bat? Right. Okay. Sincerely, Pete all Rose. Right. You know how to hold a bat? You hold a bat by its wings. <laughs> that's, that's a good line. He didn't get it. He didn't no. get it. Everybody's a little nervous. There were so many tweets. How about this one? This was a great one. Uh-oh. So this involved a follower, Stevie Havel, Stabby, Stevie Havel, whatever. Had nothing to do if it was Steve Tweets. Havel, Stevie Havel, Stevie Havel, or whatever the hell it is. Okay, I'm sorry. We don't even have that drop, and I'm working it in twice. Continue. So Stevie sent you a, a tweet. But it's a video of his daughter, I imagine, and he told her, say this. And she got up on a couch and said this. Here's what it sounded like. Colorado got kicked in the nuts, yeah, and balls, yeah. <laughs> Good. Wow. Okay. Got kicked in the nuts, yeah, the balls, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sending that my way. Having your little daughter strut her stuff and talk about how Colorado got, they got railroaded. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I mean, where do you even, where do you even begin? Where do you want to begin with it, Doug? 
You here for clicks? You for wins, dog. Okay. All is right. this that, pod that, recorded in Hollywood right or is it recorded via Zoom? We got to start right there. That was a great pregame thing from Dan Lanning, the head coach of Oregon. He's doing some good things. Who, yep. who Dion essentially wrote his pregame speech for him. Here is Dan Lanning in the locker room, head coach of Oregon. Ori in the Oregon locker room. Ori. Ori in the Oregon locker room. I didn't see him there. Were you in the locker room? I didn't see him there. Here we go. Rooted in substance, not flash. Rooted in substance. Today, we talk with our pads. Okay. Mm. Today, we talk with our pads. That was the Mm. first part. Rooted in substance, Mm. clearly. There's no substance uh, with what Colorado has. Uh, that was his uh, thing, and then he then he got louder. You top of your helmet. Okay, I mean there, now he, now he's screaming. You top of your helmet. You're gonna talk with our helmet. Ooh. You top of your helmet. Yeah. Right, every moment. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right, they're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right, there's a difference. Right? This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Right? It's going to be played on the grass. Let's go. All right. Whew. Not going to be played in Hollywood. Going to be played on the grass. And <laughs> we're fighting for wit. They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. And this is really great. <laughs> Coming from the school that changes its uniform every six seconds. <laughs> Okay, but it's a really good pregame speech. Like it was really good. Yep. But the clicks of the wins, like you, you want to go? Can't we do both? Like, like I mean, that's the thing. It's hard. It's like I mean, all Dion's trying to do. I mean, it, it, yes. Is there a part of what he does that is you know he's promoting himself? Sure. But a part of promoting the program is promoting him. So you kind of can't have one without the other. I think we all get it. But I'll, I think we also can understand where, like, Coach Landing's coming from, too. You know? Like, I, I you, see it YouTube all. YouTube and the, all the YouTube and the cameras and everything. Yes. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. They're certainly they're trying to get a lot of digital impressions. It, it is kind of funny to me, though. Like, Dion's. this is where I was fascinated by it. Like, I'm not anti the Dion thing. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I am tuned into it. I think it's great for college football in terms of just the interest and in providing something that's not, you know, Bama- Clemson, Ohio State, you, you know what I mean? The usual suspects. But I was fascinated to see how he would be when he lost. And I do kind of laugh at like sometimes he does this things like I don't I don't talk. I don't send shots. I don't. It's like, what? You you what? Like he does this thing where like he'll all of a sudden go into like, why why are y'all coming at little old me? I've never, I've never brought any unwanted attention or anything on me. I'm like, what are you talking? And I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but he, he sometimes does that where he'll like, he'll all of a sudden act like I've never talked trash a day in my life to anybody. I don't know why they, they, they don't, they don't want to beat Colorado. They want to beat me. And it's like, well, why do you think that is? I mean, you're a huge, you know, you're a huge name, huge brand, huge superstar. So obviously you're going to overshadow everything, but. I don't know. I've seen a lot of post-game press conferences where you've put a big old target on your head, you know? Like, so it's kind of, I have kind of laughed at, and this one was so interesting about how it would be when he lost, just how he would be. 
you find like the best trash talkers are the ones that know how to take it too. Yeah. Right. Like, so he even said after the game, he's like, no, he's like, I got, you know, I got three seats. I heard what he said, you know, the clicks thing. And yeah, I don't think it's a target on that back. I just think this, just, this, just teams are trying to beat me. They're not trying to beat our team. They keep forgetting I'm not playing anymore. I had a great career. I'm serious. I got a gold jacket ain't back. So I'm good. But that's what it really is. I don't think they get any uh, extra satisfaction, you know. It is what it is. And I, I signed up for it, so let's go. No, they don't make it tough on our team. These are grown men. I'm not out there. If I was out there playing against every coach I played against, we would be totally dominant. <laughs> that's just so, what a great line. So I never good. heard that one. If, if I was out there playing, we would be we'd be undefeated. If you it can't was, argue if with it. Was it. Me, like me versus Dan Landing on the field. Let's go right now. <laughs> just so good. Just so oh, good. Oh man, I just I uh, I love it. How about this? This is from uh, O Dangles on Twitter. Lanning fighting for clicks, yeah, and wins, yeah. Got kicked in the nuts, yeah. The ball's here. Yeah. That's a good one. That's that really is a good, good one. Really yeah. enjoyed it. But I, I reiterate what I said last week. You knew this was coming. Now, oh, did you yeah. think, you know, you'd not get to double figures in the game? Maybe not. But you knew you'd get obliterated. Oh, and, and they're, and they'll lose to USC next week. And, yep, yep. And I'm Tommy Lee Jones. I don't care. Yes, it doesn't. It it doesn't mean that they did the TCU game didn't happen and and the the second half onslaught of Nebraska didn't happen and the incredible overtime win against Colorado State didn't happen. Like those things happened and you can't lose sight of the fact of where this team was a year ago. They were the worst FBS Power 5 team in college football. Like those things all happened and it's been an amazing story, but you, you felt like when it was going to come go down, it was going to go down in spectacular fashion, and that's what happened. Yes. Th- this is why game day in big noon kickoff or whatever, like game day especially, said we got to get in there now because you yeah. have to look ahead and go, if we don't do it now, we're not going to be there at all this year because you right. can't go to a team outside of the top 25 and just coming off this kind of loss, like the USC game, like we got we to gotta get in there now. You know what the and maybe this is all the Deion Sanders factor, but but we we saw it with uh, the Washington State coach said something, and I saw your tweet, so I'm I'm kind of throwing a lob to you here. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Day yeah. after what he said after the Notre Dame game, and then everything we've seen with Dion, and then Jay Norvell, and then Coach Dan Lanning at halftime of you know like the theme of this season is head coaches running their mouth, angry at everybody, talking trash, right? Like, it's so it, – like, that's the theme of the season is coach-on-coach coach crime and coaches just had it and they're, bat- they're clapping back. Coach-on-coach coach crime and coach prime. Yeah, like that's, the th- that's the name of the season right now. It, but it is. It's very true. It's, it's great theater and great drama. I mean – I put out the tweet, Ryan Day blasts 86-year-old Lou Holtz, okay? This is what it sounded like. You know, like I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. What he said about our team, what he said about our team, I cannot believe. This is a tough team right here. We're proud to be from Ohio 
And it's always been Ohio against the world. And it'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids, and we got a tough team. Can we play Joe Pa? That was Lou Holtz watching it going, but who's this? <laughs> Lou, he's, he's talking to you. But who's this? <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, it's here. Here is Ryan Day after this win. And here's the thing about coaches and teams. And when you're own bubble in your own little bubble, like sometimes we'd get lost in this too, where, you think the thing that you're focusing on, everything's focused on. I guarantee you 98.5% of the viewers who were listening to that had no idea what Lou Holtz said. I had no – I immediately – I'm watching it, and I just like everybody else, I had to Google – I just Twitter searched now, Lou Holtz. I was like, what, what did Lou say? I, Saturday morning, I did see – I didn't see the comments, but I did see a tweet that had his quote in it about teams that have beaten Ohio State. And Lou Holtz, his comment was, you know, the teams that have beaten them have been more physical yeah, than them. Yeah. Which, th- there's some truth to that. I mean, they've been beat up in some of these games, but who cares? But it's like, also, I, it's also sometimes like who someone is in the context in which they are saying it. He is at a Notre Dame, basically a Notre Dame pep rally. He is giving the Pat McAfee audience, but it's littered with Notre Dame fans there in the background. He's giving them, he's throwing the blood in the water. Yes. So, and like giving them the chum. This, I mean, it, it is a, what do you expect? Now I get it. Lou Holtz at one point was a, you know, a, an analyst and, and all those sorts of things. But I mean, at the end of the day, Lou Holtz is synonymous with Notre Dame football. And what do you expect? Like, what do you expect Lou Holtz to say? I mean, it's just kind of funny to me. I mean, Ryan Day was angry at that. He was so angry at this 86-year-old Lou Holtz who hasn't coached a game in a billion years. Who went to bed after the kickoff, probably. Yes. Like, when he says, I'd love to know where Lou Holtz is right now, are you, do you want to fight him? Or are you just curious if he's watching? I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. No one said that sentence in 20 years. I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Like, I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. I will fight him. Lou Holtz is just pictured. What's the the Matlock theme? Murder, She Wrote kicks on. He's just watching. He's watching a rerun of Matlock. He's like eating pudding. But who's this? The tweets were great. (laughs) <laughs> like the quote tweets from people like Lou Holtz has been asleep for three hours. <laughs> it's just fantastic. But what is going on where it's like, well, finish your tweet. Cause you were going on about like, yeah. it's just an interesting current state of affairs here with coaches and coaches are just like on a, on a mission for bulletin board material right now. And they're angry at everything. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was that. Uh, my, the rest of my tweet was, Ryan Day blasts 86-year-old Lou Holtz. Jake Dickert responds to 88-year-old Lee Corso. We are really looking hard for bulletin board material. <laughs> now, Lee Corso said in a like a four-second little snippet, he's like, this is Washington State and Oregon State. It's the nobody wants us bull, which is accurate. Yeah. Like, they they are the two... Left out. Here's what it sounded like. In the nobody wants us bowl, 
Yeah. Nobody wants it. Poor guys. Washington <laughs> State beats Oregon State. Okay. Nobody wants this bowl. And, again, Lee Corso getting up there in age, and it's – but it is – like, he's just awesome. I mean, people love him. Yes. So, Jake Dickert goes to the podium after Washington State beats Oregon State and says this. I was just watching game day, you know, and Corso comes on and he says – you know, the no one watches bull. You know, and I don't really understand that. What's the merit once again? Because the facts say people watch the kooks. That clip. <laughs> because the facts say people watch the kooks. People watch the kooks. We need to cut that out and for, we talk about Kugler. The facts say people watch kooks. That's what I think. I think what he was talking about was Kevin Kugler. Those are the facts. That's why he's, Fox wants him on. Watching the Chargers Vikings game on Sunday. Look, the facts are people watch kooks. Because the facts say people watch kooks. Okay. <laughs> 100%. We agree. So, so he missed it. You got misheard him, too. And, and he misquotes it. Yes. He misquoted it. That's what's funny is I now, you playing that, this is why you got to do your own research. I assume that's what he said. I didn't know that wasn't what he said until you just played it. I assumed that he heard him correctly, and he said that nobody watches Bull, which I figured that was just, I don't know. I don't know. Lee Corso probably had a, a just a, he had a brain fart and didn't know what to say. But no, he said that nobody wants us. It's not, it's very different than nobody watches. Still not good, but nevertheless. Very different. And, and again, ESPN, I, I would, you know, ESPN, is a part of this, like TV rights and everything. So I'm not big on making fun of schools. Like this is a huge, this is a really hard time for these schools that are trying to stay afloat and jobs are changing and think like, so it's a huge game. It's It's Lee Corso. It's Lee Corso. It is Lee freaking Corso. Okay. Come on. So, First of all, I said, cut him a Ryan Day versus Lou Holtz, Jake Dickert versus Lee Corso. Can't wait for next week. Jim Harbaugh versus Tom Osborne. <laughs> we- Somewhere Matt Rule is saying, please don't have Tom Osborne say anything this week. Someone needs to get about Michigan. Got to be real careful. About the of- split national title or anything. Yes. You got to be real careful about if, if Coach Osborne's going on some sort of media tour this week. Dude is going to say something crazy that's going to get Harbaugh heated. Oh, we do have a comment here. This is what Osborne just called Michigan, the Michigan Wolverines. Losers. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) They're losers. Losers. Not good. Oh, my gosh. It is not good. But, yeah, right? The the theme of the season. Scraping the the barrel here. Oh, boy. The theme of the season is, I mean, and Coach Prime has led the charge, but, like, the theme of the season is just coaches heated at other coaches and what other people are saying about their their programs. But you know what? As much as we, like, ridicule it and we go, come on, come on. And I tweet, like, hey, come on. Come on, man. It's awesome. This is all fun. It's great, and you always need that extra motivation, and it's just good theater. This is why college football, like, you're not hearing this in the NFL. Like, hey, these Ravens, man, I tell you, like, no one cares. Man, these these Ravens always lose at the light of scrimmage. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. They're playing for hard knocks. We're playing for the AFC South. That's the difference. (laughs) They play through hard knocks. We play through hard times. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, buddy. Mike Tomlin, calm down.
So anyway, it's uh, it was an interesting weekend. Kelly yeah. even piled on. She took a screen grab because we got two TVs flush in the game room, and one of the big screens had Colorado getting blasted, and the other had Nebraska up by two touchdowns against Louisiana Tech, and she put on Facebook like, oh, this is a good day or something like that. I'm like, come on. It's it's come Nebraska on. finally had a weekend. Colorado got dismantled. Iowa had some issues with Penn State. I would say the biggest concern is offense for Iowa. How do you like that? And Nebraska won. So Nebraska right now is feeling pretty good about themselves. Quick time out from this ridiculously amazing, stupid podcast to tell you about our new best friends. And they are literally our best friends. In fact, Chick and I, we are going to uh, renew our vows with our with our wives, and they are going to be uh, the best men in our in our wedding. Is that right? Is that that, you, that you're doing that, right? Or is that just me? Is that You're doing that too, right, Chick? That is correct. Okay. No, no, that's Yeah, I will be there. Uh, you haven't even asked me to be one of your best uh, men. I'm actually, you asked me to be an usher. You asked me to be an usher, and I said, yeah. I see what you did there. Hey, we, we, that was good. You take you take about five seconds off from this read, okay? All right. You take five seconds off from this read. Okay, Pillar Exteriors. They're family-owned and operated. They're serving the Omaha area's construction needs for over 25 years. They are taking care of everything. Complete exteriors company. Roofing, siding, windows, gutters, and more. It's roofing, roofing. They fix your roof, yeah. Your roof, yeah. In the nuts, yeah. The balls, yeah. Okay, I don't know that is they that- want that in the read, so apologies to Pillar Exteriors. Not what we intended to do there. Apologize. Uh, but 402-919-ROOF. Uh, why roof with Pillar? Pillar Exteriors is the premier Omaha roofing company you can rely on to cover your home with strength and integrity. Roofing, siding, windows, curb appeal, just as important as the type of siding you install. And windows don't have to be just functional. They should capture your home's aesthetic, both inside and out. And that's what they do. Check out their gallery online at PillarExteriors.com and make sure you fill out the form, get your complimentary consultation, and give them a call at 402-919-ROOF. 402-919-ROOF. The roofing, siding, windows, and more. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I want to circle back here to Prime here, uh, Coach Prime here, real quick, because it did remind me of something. This was Coach Prime after the game. One thing that I could say, honestly and candidly, you better get me right now. This is the worst we're gonna be. You better get me right now. Now somebody, yeah, I, I got messengers. God bless him though, man. He's a great coach. He did a great job. God bless him. He take their shots. They won. I don't shoot. I don't do that. They won. You better get us right now. And again, you take him at his word. He doesn't. He doesn't cast. You know, he's, he's like, never. You know, he doesn't say. Anything. He's never said anything. He's never. He doesn't shoot. He's never. He's never done that. But he responds better. But I love the. You better yes. get. And he did say it's not about like they like beating me. It's it's about us. But then says you better get me right now. Right, get me right right now. You better get me right now. It did call to mind. One former coach at Nebraska. Who's that? We'll see how this first year goes, but um, people better get us now because we're going to keep getting better. Better get us now. You better get us right now. People better get us now. Better get us now. Yep, Scott Ross. Welcome to the club. The Better Get Us Now Club. And I was thinking, you better get us now because we're going to be tough to beat next year. No, we weren't tough to beat next year. We weren't tough to beat any year. I apologize. <laughs> hey, Chris. 
Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was a uh, Montana, and I was thinking I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. We have gone the last two pods without playing that, and people noticed. Yes, people and I noticed. feel bad when people notice more than we do. I agree. When someone pointed it out on the pod, I think when whenever the first one went by that we didn't have it, they were like streak broken. You guys didn't play color, Chris, and I was. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little disappointed. And and us, how could we do that? It's not good. It's not good at all. Bad, bad. But bad. he's back. Bad, bad. This is back. Nebraska look look fine. Greatest team of all time. Is that what you were thinking? I'll put that on the poll. Is Nebraska the greatest team of all time after the win over Louisiana Tech? Man, not even a lightning delay could stop Nebraska. You know what I'm saying? Scott Frost like, yeah, thanks a lot. You actually resumed? We could have used that. He told the lightning, it better get us now. And it was like, oh, really? We finna get you all night. <laughs> Sincerely, Raiden from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> The lightning, you better get us now. People better get us now. It's incredible. He talked the crap. lightning better get us now. He talked crap to the lightning. That's never a good move. Not a good move. No, nope. I mean, yeah, you got the Harburg start number two. The the Heisman is at Carney Catholic chilling right now. I don't think there's any question okay, about I'll that. I'll put that on the poll. Is the Heisman chilling at Carney Catholic right now? That's yeah. a good question. Dude, um, he rushed he the bus, did, did he and that long touchdown run, he did kind of look like Forrest Gump. Like he was just chest out, back up, straight upright, strutting with that ball tucked, and he he would have run straight through the tunnel. He would have gone straight to I eighty and ran all the way back to Carney if someone would have been like, "Stop!" <laughs> but he he. I guess I'll go home now. I guess I'll go back home to Carney Catholic now. Kind of tired. It's this whole other city. <laughs> they have the archway. Um. Pretty tired. Think I'll go home now. <laughs> okay, thank Thanks, Forrest. You. Thank you. Hey, by the way, did you see who was on the sidelines? A guy by the uh, name. The, the, Mar- yeah. the Martinez brothers. The Martinez brothers. Biological brothers. There was a fantastic. Look, it was it's the Spider-Man meme. Like, they're pointing at each other, right? They should have reenacted that and right. done the Spider-Man meme. There was a great tweet. And I will just correct it and make it better by Love it. verbalizing it. So I'll steal it. this from whoever said it. I like playing against Rogaine. I like playing against Rogaine. Oh, that is good. He had a full, I mean, you used to have a full, thick, thick head of hair. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. used to really have a thick, full head of hair. Yeah. <laughs> Ah! That hair was that hair was thick, but it's good to see both of them. Oh man, uh, Tater Martinez—that was the Martinez. first time he'd been back, according to him. It's amazing. Oh man, that guy provided a lot of a lot of moments in our lives. Very happy. About he him. was great. Yeah, he yeah he provided some good sound bites. Nothing new. Nothing new. Nothing new. I'm in the Hall of Fame. Nothing new. Nothing new. I threw 700 touchdowns before. Nothing new. I threw for five touchdowns in the first half before. Nothing new. Taylor, haven't seen you in 10 years. What's been going on? Nothing new. (laughs) Nothing new in 10 years. (laughs) I like, I like, 
I like waiting 10 years for to go home, a home game. I like playing against road games. He was just really good. Look at those um, guys. Look at them hugging each other. Taylor and Adrian. So good, both of them. Underappreciated. I love them. But didn't win anything either. All right, so anyway. But a good game. Good game I mean, for they, Nebraska. The game was tied 7-7 seven, seven and a half. It got a little, a little shaky at times there. But they were able to run. I mean, the, the injury bug knocked old Ramir Johnson out, Gabe Irvin out, Anthony Grant only running back. They can do their thing for that chicken wing. Going to have to figure out a way to run the quarterbacks. Not one, but two of them out there doing their thing for that chicken wing. Heinrich Harburg out there doing his thing for that chicken wing. Run the pure option. Everybody's loving it. Yeah, I don't know. This- before we go any before we go any further, yes, yes, we understand. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we understand. <laughs> Anthony okay. Grant. We all have our verbal crutches. Anthony Grant. We're all aware what you were saying. We're all aware what he was saying. Bigger picture, you know what I'm saying, more than anything. You know what I'm saying? Just thinking, you know what I'm saying, above myself, thinking, you know what I'm saying, team first was the biggest thing for me to stay focused on and things like that. This is like when we all say like. Like and um. If you listen to yourselves saying like and um or whatever or, you know, those are that. He just does five words. That's the difference. Okay? That's the difference. You know what I'm saying? I, I love a mobile mobile quarterback, you know what I'm saying, likes to get out, you know what I'm saying, in the open and, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know what I'm saying, sacrifice for the team like he does. Uh, um, you know what I'm saying? I just, I, I really, I really just love everything that he does. I'm saying he's a really, he's a really, you know what I'm saying, selfless person. It is very hard to get up in front of the media and do that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what I'm saying? How dare you? I mean, it's hard. It's hard to do. look. It's hard to do, but I'm not. We're not gonna look. T Magic. We go from Taylor Martinez to Anthony Grant. Like the media stuff's hard. It's not easy. It's very challenging. It's not easy. It's not easy. Okay. It is not you were easy. terrible. Your post game stuff. You're terrible. Horrendous. Nothing new. I'm terrible now. Um, I'm saying. Stop. Everyone just stop. Do you like how I just blame Shane, even though Shane's nowhere to Shane, be found? Like, Shane, stop. Shane, stop Shane. That was always your go-to. Stop. When you were hammering things home, you'd blame Shane. It was good. So, Michigan this week. Yeah. Tom Osborne, aside from the trash talk. Right. That he's going to uh, throw Jim Harbaugh's way. Uh, what is it? Anything within 20 is a victory? Spread, is, good? spread is 17. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, that was what, what it opened at. That feel a little light to you? Feels a little light, but Michigan's not blowing teams out either. No, but... Like, they they play with their food for two quarters. Right, and unfortunately... In the second half, they turn into an adult. <sighs> We're going to find out. Nebraska's, like, they're... What are they still... A, are they still top ten? I got to assume they are. Top ten rush defense, like... Like you said, Michigan offensively hasn't been lighting the world on fire. Like, is there a world where Nebraska's defense kind of hangs around? Gets, I don't know. I, I mean, my my guess is that it ends up getting out of hand. But at the same time, they've did Nebraska stopped the run, and if you do that, you got a shot. Nebraska getting out early. Getting a lead, like that's what Rutgers did, like first or second play of the game. Like, whoa, okay. That was a uh, 60-plus yard catch and run from Gavin Wimsat, 
who became Wimsett over the last six months, the quarterback there for Rutgers. Like, P. Allen Stinnett became Stinnett. Mitch Ballack became Ballock for Creighton, too. That happened in, like, his final year. What's up with these people? Alfonso Denard became Dennard. Yes. Denard. Denard. And it was almost intercepted by Denard. It'll be – well, would you – I guess the big question around here is, I mean, do you stick with Harburg? He's You're 2-0 with him. He's won yep. – he's, he's played – to me, that my line was he's played good enough and Sims was bad enough that it just doesn't make sense to go back to Sims right now to me. Even though I'm not sure – I'm not totally sold that Harburg is better. I don't think either guy is great. I just – I don't think it, it – it makes sense to go back to Sims now after you're two and zero with Harburg, and Harburg's been he's been okay. Plus, you're you've you've won two games with him. You can put him out there, and if it blows up, you can look around and go, see, like this is where we're at. Or he does well, and you can also mix in Sims with a few packages or, or something. Yeah, that's you I, know I, as well. To, I, I don't so, think yeah. you overthink it. Seems I think like, you I think you stick with Harburg, but I, I probably going to need both who, of those guys as they progress. Did you think in August you would ever utter the phrase, I think we should stick with Harbor? No. How about that? Did did Good I for them? Did I Good ever him. did I ever think there would be a scenario where I can honestly build a case, a pretty easy, compelling case, that Anthony Grant is the most indispensable player on the team right now. You you're down yeah. Gabe Irvin, you're down you're down Ramir Johnson, your 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 wide receiver core has yeah. been completely decimated. You have to be able to run the football. Behind Grant are two true freshmen who both of them are a little light. So you know, along the same lines of things you never thought you would would think or say, that would be another one that Anthony Grant is now arguably the most important player on the team. Because, like, even your natural tendency is to go to the quarterback there. Well, I mean, if you lose Har- if Har- Harburg, Sims, you got two of those, two of them, they're both relatively close. I think Grant's, at this point, arguably the, the, the most important player on the team. About that. That's where Nebraska football is at. Anthony Grant. You go back to the fumble after Minnesota yeah. and say in two weeks you're going to be saying the most important player on the team. In three weeks, the most important player on the team is Anthony Grant. Think about that. Think about how how crazy someone would have thought. I mean, people thought he was going to – and he ended up not playing at Colorado. So a guy that D, he got DNP'd against Colorado is now the most – arguably the most important player on the team given given, you know – their stature and the ability, the offense's ability to move the ball and score, and what's behind them. I don't know, Doug. Pretty important. Let me ask you this: Who ends up with more wins this year, Colorado or Nebraska? Boy, my I got it. My first thought is Colorado, just because they have a elite quarterback and. I mean, they got like they have two to three really, really good f- players on offense. Now I got to look at the rest of their schedule again. I mean, obviously USC. Travis gonna, Hunter is going to be out this week. They're yep. going to lose against USC, right? But okay. then, 
Okay. I mean, at Arizona State, mm, what do you – I mean, where, where – I think that's a – they should probably win that game simply because Arizona State's just banged up. They have the edge of quarterback. But you're on the road. Yep. In but, the desert. But that's a very winnable game. Uh, Stanford yep. at home, very winnable game. At UCLA – Let's say this. Let's say they beat Arizona State at Stanford. So there's five wins. Lose at UCLA, lose at home to Oregon State. They got Arizona at home. Then they're at Washington State and at Utah. They'll lose both of those games. Yep. So they need they have to win at Arizona State and home against Stanford to have a chance to make a bowl game. Mm. And then you have to beat Arizona. So those are the three you have to win. I don't believe they're going to win the others. So six and six is their ceiling. Yep. Nebraska. That's, Man. that's probably Nebraska's ceiling. I think it is. I mean, Nebraska, obviously, you know, Northwestern finds a way to win to but beat they, Minnesota. But, they're, I mean, Northwestern. But here's the thing about Nebraska's schedule is they have more winnable games on their schedule. You're probably right. I just – it's more of a – it's – I'm just I'm, – I'm looking at one situation that has a, a, a very good quarterback and, and two and three when Hunter comes back. Very talented skill guys, and I just I, I'm I, I pit that against Nebraska, and I don't know what you could muster up that would be the equivalent. I would say Shadur Sanders that offensive line for Colorado is a big problem. Yeah, it is. The lines of scrimmage for Colorado, you can have the skill guys, you got to get them the ball. I mean, Shadur Sanders even at three and zero was one of the most pressured quarterbacks in the FBS. Well. He was getting pressured on going into this game last weekend. He was pressured on more than forty percent of his dropbacks. Well, shit, Nebraska sacked him eight times, if I'm not mistaken. No, I'm not. I'm right? pulling that thing. Like, I think they sacked him eight <laughs> times for a total of forty-two yards, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's only a sophomore. I mean, he's yeah. a sophomore who made forty-four catches. I think for 747 yards. <laughs> well, look at this, Chick. So good. Look at this. Here, here's another way to look at it. You talk about more winnable games. Colorado plays, at least as of now, they're gonna, they have four ranked teams still to play on their schedule. Right. Nebraska has one as of right now. That's it? And that's next week, yeah. Michigan. Then they start their Big Ten West tour, and there's not a lot of ranked teams on that tour. Here are the games that Nebraska can win. At Illinois, home against Northwestern, home against Purdue, at Michigan State. Yep. Home against Maryland, I think, is winnable. I think Maryland's probably the fourth best team in the Big Ten. And then at Wisconsin, which they'll be surging in November. You'd rather play them next week than next month. And then home against Iowa, which can't score. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make this statement here. Nebraska's going to win more games than Colorado this wow. year. Wow. Okay. I. God, I think I'd take that bet. Then that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But it's it's fine. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Now again, imagine making that statement after they after the conclusion of that game on September 9th. 2-0-0-2. You know? Yeah, being like, hey, listen, I'm telling you right now, Nebraska's gonna finish with more wins in Colorado. I think a lot of people thought you're crazy, but it's not that it's not that crazy. Uh I don't know. I, I still feel like the lack of star power on Nebraska's roster is just eventually going to maybe catch up to it, uh, catch, catch up to them. But we'll see. It's an interesting, interesting 
point to bring up. This episode of the Chicken Nick podcast is brought to you by Fairberry. It is the partnership you've all been waiting for. Fairberry, the official hot dog of Husker Nation, has partnered with Chicken Nick. The partnership between Fairberry and Husker football is longstanding and brings together two Nebraska favorites, football and hot dogs. So why not the Chicken Nick show? And Fairberry. And Fairberry's distinctive red hot dogs have long been a fan favorite in Nebraska and northern Kansas, and they're often associated with tailgate parties, sports concessions, and family fun. Bring the spirit of the game home with Fairberry hot dogs for the whole family. Whether you're watching a game at home or Miller Stadium, you can celebrate Husker pride with Fairberry premium quality hot dogs. We are proud to be a part of Nebraska's traditions and its community. Two values that Fairberry holds dear as the official hot dog of the Cornhuskers. Again, it's Chicken Nick and Fairberry. Nothing goes better with the Chicken Nick show than Fairberry. Did you hear Alyssa? Did you see Alyssa Harrington's tweet at you? Oh, of course I did. From uh, Hastings, NBC affiliate. She said, hey, Nick Baugh, this is how you say stay safe on the air. To highlight how to stay safe around train. Huh. And you could tell, though, she paused a little bit. And and so did you, my friend. You just, even in setting it up, I could say, I, I, I have I known you for almost, what, 15 plus years now. I know when you are just cruising along, confident as can be. And I know when you are all of a sudden seeing a little pothole. And you you slowed down. See? I've ruined it. I slowed down. I swerved. I slow it up. Slow it up. And slow it up. But uh, you really should have slowed it up. I mean, you plowed through it. Oh. Joel, Joel Klatt, FS1. Joel, you know, from my vantage point, you're as good as it gets in the college football world. We appreciate your time. I know you're super busy. Have a great call tomorrow night. And uh, stay safe. Say, say a little stay safe in, uh, in, in Lincoln as a Buffalo, my man. I love it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, I, I, Nick, you you do a great job as well, my friend. I appreciate that, Joel. Thanks, man. You got it. See you. I love that you let that play because he ended up complimenting me that I do a great job. Yeah. I, 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 By the way, I love finish. He goes, "Thanks, you guys." It's like I'm one yeah, person. Uh, All right, one, one of you. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Just, just me. It's just me. Okay. Hey. By the way, I did go to Corn Coast Brewery and got a got a couple of stay safes. You did. And you let me tell did. you, they are nine. I think they're nine point. Yeah, yeah. It's only it's only yes, a lager. Yeah. It's only a lager. Nine point two percent alcohol <laughs> in one can. Yeah, he's only a sophomore. I mean, yeah. a sophomore who made forty four <laughs> catches. I think for seven hundred and forty seven yards. We uh, joked about that at the live yep, pod that yep. the say Stave has nine percent alcohol by volume. I had one and your boy oh. was a little tipsy. One. <laughs> you needed to have some dinner before you have that. You have that on an empty stomach or only a Caesar salad, you're gonna be seeing double if you have just one stay safe. Is this a Mark Jackson alcohol review show? It is the Mark Jackson alcohol review show only on 1620 The Zone. Shall we get to the polls? Yeah. Here we go. When you fish, do you touch the Kendall Gills? (laughs) Great question. 55% said yes. I like this. Brian responded. Brian Adams responded. I like to exhibit a bit of swagger when I fish. Therefore, I have no problem touching the Turner Gills. (laughs) 
Come on up in here. Let's give me a swagger in here. Is being inside Memorial Stadium for the light show the same as living across the street from Kenny Rogers Roasters? Eighty-three <laughs> percent said yes. Love that question. That that. Uh, I mean, that's that's. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. A Kendall Gill reference and then the Kenny Rogers Roasters reference in our first two poll questions, like we should have just stopped because we have peaked. Stop. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <sighs> that's good. Just called called it a day. At called that it point. good at just that point. Retire from the poll question life. Is Heinrich's middle name Heisman? 90% said yes. Yes. Given the answer to the previous poll question, should Heinrich Harburg be known as Triple H? (laughs) 86% said yes. Good. Good. Should we send in the robot to ask the chapstick question? (laughs) 94% far less Far less lizard tendencies this, this weekend. (laughs) <laughs> it's not like Callahan's lockjaw. This isn't going to happen every game. Nope, nope, nope. It's comforting. Did Matt Rule take the one-chip challenge immediately before taking the field? <laughs> 89% said yes. Is it as simple as beating Michigan, winning out, and winning the national championship? <laughs> How is it more complicated? 91% said yes. Good. 91% of people are are smart. What's worse to be caught on camera doing? Licking lips incessantly or lockjaw? 73% said licking lips. Ah, that's unfortunate. Billy C's like, all right. Woo. Dodge that bullet. Oh, boy. Should offset have been on the mic to announce any offsetting penalties? 92% said yes. Nice. Is the Rocky Mountain Showdown the precursor to World War III? <laughs> <laughs> 73% said yes. Uh, <laughs> I also want to mention this because as soon as we posted the oh no podcast okay. on Monday, yeah, we got a tweet at us that yep. Matt Rule addressed the um thing in his news conference. Yep, and it made me wonder. Uh oh. Is the radar up now? Did we call too much attention to it now? Because people have accused us of ruining the ums. But here's what he had to say at the news conference. Um, it was unlike anything I've ever been a part of. Uh, um, I've go- gone into those. My mom's going to yell at me for saying um so much. Uh, I- so he, he blames his mom. He says, oh, my mom's going to be mad at me for the ums. Should I put it on the poll? Does does Matt rule? Is it his mom or the show that is called attention to the that is calling attention? It's a very a poll a poll question that I'm very interested to see the results. Fortunate, it is kind of Homer in the bushes here. Homer Simpson in the bushes. Like, (laughs) is what it is. Uh, Apologies to Matt Rule. We've ruined the um, and uh, I guess it's now on him to fix it. Yeah, he's got to step it up. There's only one way to do that. Um, All right. right. Um, uh, We got to step out. Uh, We'll see how we do. Um, We'll see how Nebraska does next week against Michigan. Who has a better chance of winning, Colorado against USC or Nebraska and Michigan? I mean, again, this goes. I think I'm going to say, is it stupid to say Colorado? Tyler, what do you think about CU's chances? I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick Show. Yeah. Here we go. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The facts say people watch the kooks. You know what I'm saying? Nothing new. <laughs> A Huda Media Production.